The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is up, my Passel friends? Uh, offensive points here, and we have week six game previews. Uh, we're going to go through everything, every position, offense, and uh, we might talk some defense, but we did that in the last pods. Go check that out on YouTube. Um, there's a lot better games on the slate this week than last week, guys. So last week's games kind of sucked. So it was much yeah. more exciting to do this one. As I was writing this, I realized that they're they're more even. Like you got good teams playing, well, sort of. Good teams are still playing pretty bad teams. The medium teams are playing medium teams, and some bad teams are playing some bad teams. It really just evened out. Last week's looked awfully one-sided. Like it was like whoever wrote the script were like, yeah, everybody's getting the one, the one win. And our boy Rugaroo's here. What is up, boys? Ready for us? Sorry, we're a li- sorry we're a little late. We were recording the IDP pod. It is not on YouTube yet. Do not listen to Joe. It will be. Uh, tomorrow, hopefully, <laughs> if Josh does his job correctly, we'll go check um, it out either way, man. If hey. not, it'll be it'll be it'll be out there eventually. If you don't if you don't see it now, you'll see it then. I got I got to just branch out real quick and tell a nice little story. So we're we're watching a little football at an undisclosed uh, sports bar. Um, if you've ever listened to the podcast, you probably know that uh, maybe not the location, but what it is. But we're sitting at the bar and there's, we got some regulars that we're friends with. At least I, I go to the, the meetups all the time. These two come every once in a while. Um, and there's this one guy, old Chiefs fan. Don't really like him because he's a Chiefs fan, but he's a really nice guy. Um, and then there's another lady that I've never seen before. And she's hanging out down there. And at one point she's rooting for the Patriots. And I had to put Mac Jones in. So naturally I was like, man, me too. But like not for good reasons. And I'm not excited about it. It wasn't great. I lost. Uh, but did find out that she was like, oh, you know, at least it's only a one year thing. And I was like, you just change your team each year. Are you Billy? She's like, no, uh, son plays for the team, you know? And I'm like, okay, just thinking, you know, cornerback offensive lineman, you know, random person. That was Ezekiel Elliott's mom kind of forgot that he's from St. Louis. Uh, really kind of cool to be able to talk about it. Uh, I did, I was wearing Eagle stuff. So naturally I was like, I never was a huge fan of him, uh, because he torched us every time, but at the same time, great running back, really cool to meet you, you know? Just, I just thought I'd share that. It was really cool. I, I really had you know, a good time. It, it was kind of wild. All three of us were sitting there, and Joe like whispers over to me, "Hey, see, Elliot's mom is at the end of the bar," and I was like, "Holy shit, that's crazy!" But you know, you never know who's going to show up to our watch parties. Could yeah, be I mean, no, you really don't. The possum watch party <laughs> is is legit. And so now I have Forget to talk that. good about Zeke on the podcast, just on the off chance that somehow she caught wind of our fans' football podcast, which she obviously is a huge fan of now. That was awesome. Should ask her to come on. That would have been sweet. 
would have been great. Really nice lady. Gerald pulls his phone out and like Google Zeke's face and was like comparing Zeke's face to her face. And he's like, I think it is her. And I'm like, why the fuck would she lie about that? Jerry? Why? Why would she lie? He's like, oh, that's a good point. That's a good point. Why didn't he Google Zeke Elliott's mom? I guarantee there's pictures on the internet. <laughs> there's gotta be pictures at some point. And also it was like, she literally said, you know, it, she, I think she just called him Zeke. And I was just like, like Elliot, like Ezekiel Elliot. Like you don't, I, like, I love how she didn't even feel like the, the necessary need to say Ezekiel Elliot. Like you don't like know. You guys or something. know. She's you, like, you, you you know who my son is. It was just it was just a badass moment. It anyway. was cool. She was eating her food like this too. She was doing <laughs> the thing. It was pretty wild. <laughs> All right, that's enough right. about random stories. Let's get into some podcast stuff. Ruru says right off the top uh, on YouTube, Denzel Perryman versus Eric Kendricks versus EJ Speed. He needs one. Which one would we put in? I I, I would really... go Kendricks. I was going to say, I really want it to be Kendricks, but I feel like Perryman also could be that option. I don't think it's speed at the moment. I I, I haven't seen enough from him, um, but Billy, you're the Kendricks, So I'm going to break the tie with Kendricks. Beautiful. Um, I just yeah, think had... uh, Shaq Leonard's back uh, this week. He is healthy, and Perryman, I think, is still injured, so... Yeah, he only he, he only had a half participant. I just, yeah, what, what we're so, seeing from him is great. Yeah. Um, and with the same plan, the saints is just really nice too. Yeah, Blake but, Cashman filled in well, so I don't think they really need to rush him back. So I would do Kendricks. Yeah. Also cheers, Albert, before we get into these. Let's Albert say, cheers, buddy. Or is he pouring one out for a cane? Yeah. Uh, no kidding. We'll, we'll get, that. um, <laughs> let's get to the game previews. Let's start with Thursday night. We are going to Denver versus Kansas city. On one hand, this could be a slaughter. On the other hand, Casey tends to play down to teams, so this might actually be interesting. So going into the game, Russell Wilson, not been the problem for fantasy this season. Russell Wilson still had a pretty good season so far, so I would say he's still a start. Greg Dolchich is supposedly back for Denver, tight end-wise, but I don't think I would trust him this week. It's kind of been a mishmash of tight ends anyway for Denver, so even though he's back and healthy potentially, I, I still wouldn't use him. And then obviously Mahomes is good and Kelsey is going to play tomorrow. So Kelsey is good to go as well. Um, yeah. And, and with all that, I mean, the Broncos other than the dolphins game, which obviously got out of hand, we, we know they've actually been really close in all games. Um, so do not rule this out as a close game. Do not be like, Hey, I'm not using this running back, blah, blah, blah. Um, and with, so with Kelsey probably limited, I assume, but I don't know. This guy's kind of Superman. I Pacheco has been picking up the slack anyway, just because of the lack of wide receivers. Uh, but he's been getting a full enough workload that you already know to start him. So I don't really need to tell you, uh, McKinnon really, I, I really only see him being valuable in games against really good teams, like uh, a great matchup where they're going to be potentially even down or at least even for the most of the time. So don't, I'm not saying he's cuttable. I mean, in a, in a small league, yeah, obviously he shouldn't be rostered, but McKinnon, you never know what's going to happen with him. So keep an eye on him. On the other side, uh, McLaughlin looks like the real deal. McLaughlin and uh, Javante should be coming back. I don't even think he has an injury uh, tag at the moment. So, but I just, I don't recommend play, playing Javante. I, I just, I, I understand he's, he's going to be the guy. McLaughlin just proved a little bit too much for me. Um, I think he's only really a decent flex play at the moment just because I want to see the split for a at least relatively healthy Javante. There's still P Ryan in the mix. It just doesn't look great. They could go down really easy. It's the chiefs. I'm not, they'll probably be a close game, but McLaughlin, the only thing he's bringing you is PPR value and potentially maybe he's the starting guy, obviously keep him on your team, but I just, I want you to ease into it. 
definitely eased into it. The annoying thing last week was McLaughlin came out and looked like a stud, and then they proceeded to play Piran for 60% of the snaps after that. So it was pretty yeah, annoying. Sorry, Joe, but before you go, Albert asked on YouTube, what about Drew Tranquil? Bolton is back, and I would say Drew Tranquil to the bench personally. <laughs> yeah. I don't see how you can trust him. Fair enough. I do love me some Drew Tranquil, though, to be fair. But with Bolton playing, he's only gotten five tackles in two games. So Unfortunate. All right, Joe, sorry. No, you're good, man. This one's fun. I'm going to do a little quiz real quick. Leading receivers uh -oh. on the Broncos and the Chiefs. Leading receiver uh, on Chiefs? the Broncos. Oh, sorry. Chiefs is Watson. Justin Watson. Watson. And Broncos, I feel like it's got to be Sutton. You're correct. I'll, I'll give you that, Billy, because it's actually Kelsey's leading receiver, which. Oh, my bad. Marvin Mims. No, you're good. I'll give you that one. Marvin Mims is the leading Broncos receiver still. It's a sad time. Um, but Jerry Judy and Sutner still starts for me. I know it's rough, but Sean Payton is not this bad. I know he was just humiliated, so he's probably a little pissed off right now and wants to get his guys going. So I would still start them. Um, and then on the Kansas City side, really no one. I mean, Watson's your deep threat. I, he's really sneaky to stash um, on there. But uh, Rasheed Rice, he had two touchdowns called back against the Bears and then scored last game. He's not playing a ton of snaps, but he leads the team in targets for snaps. So when he is out there, he is getting the ball. So I hope to hell we see that increase this week. Um, but probably not going to have to start him. So I wouldn't start any KC guys. I would start the Denver guys. I would say that uh, before we get into that, Rasheed Rice does have the most red zone targets, which is gross. Um, he does look, he does look good. It's just, he's not startable at the moment, but getting back to Denver real quick. Um, Marvin Mims got like no, nothing last week. And it just makes me so crazy as he's had like a 40 yard catch in almost every game. And then they just chose not to use him last week. And it's just, it's aggravating. Give Russell Wilson the stats that he needs to succeed. Easy. Uh, I got the Broncos upsetting the chiefs this week, even with Kelsey. Oh boy! Really? I don't think I you, can do that. You don't have to. You don't have to bite. I'll, I will take fireball bets on it if anyone wants to. But you know, I just like to. I want a fireball bet you, but I do think Casey went. Mm. So there's doubt. Yeah, I'm gonna go Kansas City there. Definitely doubt. Kansas City plays down to their opponent. Saw it against the Jets. Yeah, they did the same enough. stupid thing. Um, Albert says Rice is going to be Patty's number one wide receiver soon. I actually might agree with that. I agree with Rice that. Rice is Rice is a guy. All right, we're headed across the pond yet again. These mother fuckers Lovers. keep putting London games on, and it screws my entire week because I forgot there was two in a row, much less three in a row, by the way. But I thought there forgot there was two in a row, and Von Miller came off the IR um, between Friday or Saturday night and Sunday morning, and he got stuck on my waiver wire. I couldn't make any moves on sleeper for the entire weekend. I fucked myself. I, I only blame myself, but I also blame them having this many London games in a row. We need to space these motherfuckers out. Sorry. Needs to happen. Billy's been Billy's been partying too hard on Saturday nights is what's coming down. Watch too much college football. We actually brought you here for an intervention, Bill. It's time. I appreciate that. I mean, Texas versus Oklahoma. I, I mean, I disappeared into another dimension for the, most of Saturday, so... Um, that was unfortunate. Anyway, we're going across the pond again. Thankfully, no Jaguars this time, but it's a pretty equally bad game. Baltimore versus Tennessee. Baltimore, you're starting Lamar, no problems. Mark, you're starting Mark, no problems. On the Tennessee side of things, 
never start Tannehill. If you're ever deciding between Tannehill and just not playing anybody, might just not play anybody. And then Chig actually did get nine targets last week, which was interesting. Didn't necessarily do a whole lot with them, but that is an uptick that we have yet to see this season. So there might be building something, might be building something with Chig. I would love to see that continue. I would not start him, but it is something to keep in mind because a lot of people have dropped him to the waiver wire. So might be time to stash him. Just saying. It's it's nice to see Chig actually doing something. You know, um, as for the running backs, uh, this is Baltimore's running back game makes no sense to me. Uh, Gus Edwards is actually getting a phenomenal amount of carries each week. He's just doing absolutely nothing with it. Um, and then Justice Hill randomly gets the touchdown. That's not it. I just want to let you know, it's still Gus Edwards ball field. You're not playing either of these people at the moment, of course. Um, so don't worry about that. Uh, but next week, if you if you did, maybe Gus gets dropped. Maybe uh, somebody stupid and keeps picking up Justice Hill. I don't know. It's Gus Edwards' backfield if there is one, but you really aren't excited about it. And the Tennessee split is a little weird, too. Henry has to be in your lineup every week. Uh, you can't sit him. Um, and Taji Spears is also looking really good on occasion. Uh, I think Spears can be a flex in PPR or in desperation this week. Uh, don't be surprised when you see Henry get double the touches of him, but uh, obviously Spears is doing stuff with it. Regardless, Baltimore is pretty stout against the run, and I don't think you're expecting huge numbers from either. Uh, but technically, Henry and Taiji could play if you wanted to. Or Henry, you have to. Taiji could play. Yeah. And I think this, if the Ravens actually play pretty good, because, um, I mean, the Titans have been getting burned through the air. So I think Spears could actually have some value as they try to catch up this one. So if you're in a DraftKings situation, I wouldn't trust it in season long. But down there on that and then uh so the wide receivers here uh you got zay and hopkins that's really what you're looking at burks doesn't seem like he's going to play this week the ravens are not giving up a ton through the air um but the way they're using hopkins hopkins is kind of making him a ppr gem it's driving me nuts that we can't get at least one deep ball to him but maybe that's where he's at at this stage in his career uh the titans on the other hand really getting burned so fire up zay wherever you can and another intriguing development is nelson aguilar um he's playing 60 to 75 percent of the snaps every week and he's actually become kind of serviceable so if you need a wide receiver three four you're in a you know pinch where you don't have someone pick up aguilar i don't think it'd be the worst thing to do and he was catching them unlock aguilar on the eagles <laughs> now he was making plays and i'm like i fucking hate this like where was this when we thought he was good all right sorry yeah, for real. Uh, <clears throat> Baltimore wins. Yeah, I think, unfortunately, yeah. I, it's I the mean, Edgar I Allan Poe game. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bad joke. Uh, bad. That was a really like bad Ravens, joke, but I, I still appreciate <laughs> it. Yeah. No, I'm going to go with Ravens. Uh, Lamar, I think, finds himself again. That's a bad joke. Anyway. Rugeru says, Billy, my guy, Penix versus Nick's going to be a good one. Oh, let's talk some college football. We got Oregon no, versus no. Washington. Do, do your own fucking podcast. You're going to talk about college football. Sorry, Ru, but it's going to be a good one. Banger. <laughs> so, sorry. <Ru. laughs> All right. On oh, to Washington sweet. versus the Falcons. This is just a battle of two awful quarterbacks. Here's the thing, guys. When Desmond Ritter is at home, he is apparently a completely different player than he is on the road. So this is in Atlanta. He had his first 300-yard game this past week, which I don't think any of us ever thought he was ever going to get to 300 yards passing in a game. I'm not trusting either of these quarterbacks. It's just an interesting thing to to stat or to stat to have. 
with Washington, I think you can trust Logan Thomas. I'd at least try it one week. It worked last week if you tried it, but maybe this week could continue that mold. And then Atlanta, you're going to have to go with Pitts. I swear it's Pitts. It's not Johnny Smith. I was adorable for one week, but it's it's uh, it's not Johnny Smith. It's Kyle Pitts. I'm sorry. Never going to happen. I love the the targets, though, in week two, too. It was kind of like, oh, yes. is it happening again? All right. I say week two, the second week in a row. Um, I will say just fumbles, to, just, just to correct you here, because I feel like you talked a little bit of shit on Washington. Yes, they are fucking terrible. Uh, but Logan Thomas is actually a top 10 uh, tight end. Yes, he's tight end 11. He missed a game, uh, but he's playing like it. And Sam Howell is 100 percent serviceable. I don't I don't recommend you playing him ever. But if you ever actually Trash need that, man. like, by, dude, I completely agree. But by week filling, he's firing that ball all over the place. So, um, yeah, tight ends I, have actually been pretty good against the Falcons. I like Thomas this week. Yeah, fortunately, I dropped Thomas and picked him back up. Um, so nobody took him, which was weird. But anyway, uh, Brian Robinson, uh, we got the we got the battle of the Robinson brothers, the B Robinsons. Uh, Rob, Brian, on the other hand, is getting the workload that you're going to want to see from him. Uh, this team is just unfortunately going to get shut down from time to time. Uh, you could you could focus on one thing or another. They let Hal throw last week. They did not let Brian Robinson run. So. Fortunately, the workload's just always going to be there. Uh, unfortunately, Atlanta has been really stout against the run. So I think you start him, but you expect the worst. And Gibson, on the other hand, isn't getting work the workload at all. So he's a drop. I don't even want to say slip because you shouldn't have him on your team at this point. Uh, Bijan, start week in, week out. Don't worry about the down weeks. He's going to have those. Um, it's not him. It's it's Atlanta. Um, obviously, last week was a passing game. Uh, and Algier, I personally think, should still be rostered, I think, especially if anything should happen to Bijan. Obviously don't want that to happen. We've seen enough running backs go down, uh, but Algier looks good when he touches the ball. It's just Bijan's backfield. It is Bijan's backfield. Um, Terry McFlorin. He really should probably see a healthy dose of AJ Terrell in this game. So I'm really not the biggest fan of him this week. Uh, Jahan Dotson, absolutely not. Don't get him anywhere near your lineup. Curtis Samuel is absolutely in play. The Falcons are pretty stout on defense. Um, and they seem to be running those little run plays, end rounds and everything to Samuel. So I think he could probably score pretty easily in this one. And then on the Falcons, uh, Drake London's a wide receiver three um, at best. I know the commanders have been getting burned, but I don't trust Ritter, especially even after last week. I still don't trust him. I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see a Taylor Heineke revenge game in this one. Who got all the passing yards for Atlanta? Johnny, Johnny and Pitts. Pitts had a random. decent game. Was it just randoms? I was just looking at this like nobody had 100 yards. Nobody like looked. All right. Sorry. My, my, my bad. Off topic. <clears throat> no, you're good. Good. Uh, who do you guys want to win? Oh, Washington, because I think the Falcons should be tanking. <sighs> Too bad. Unfortunately, the Bears still have the number one draft pick. Uh, so I don't think Atlanta really has the tank in them anymore. I mean, I guess they could pay another Patriots are coming for that ass, by the way, Joe. Joe's got no, two chances at it though. Yeah, I got two That's chances, true. buddy. Oh yeah. Carolina I just want Marvin Harrison, so two's fine. Oh god, that'd be amazing. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. All right, anyway, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Washington just because I don't care about this game at all. Yeah, wow. I think. Commanders are going to try to kill the Falcons after what happened to them last week. So Yeah, Hal does take sacks more than any other quarterback. Uh, the biggest thing about him is he does not have an internal clock, and he's just going to get sacked. He just stands there like, doo, 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 doo. bam. 
any serviceable defensive players for Atlanta? Yes, Jesse Bates, best safety in the league. I know that's that's silly, but I just well, as far as sacks go, though, it's kind of a tough call because Atlanta is not very good pass rush team right now. So, as far as like a pass rusher, I don't even know who you would go. Um, I think the sack leader on this team might be David on Yamada, but I'm I'd like to see a Bud Dupree lineup come back, but. It's just not it's not there at the moment. So I mean maybe Bud Dupree if you're looking for just that sack, but I I you're not excited about starting anyone on this defense. Grady Jarrett, obviously. I feel like this would be a good week to find out who is serviceable in Atlanta overall, but it coming like off a, of the last two weeks, it's not been great for Atlanta. I mean, Carter had a sack last week. Um Ellis could be a good guy to start this week. Landman, I think, defending both of those tight ends since that's what Atlanta wants to do. Or sorry. Wrong one. Logan Thomas. It is going to get a lot of targets, so he could get a lot of tackles in this one. Yeah. I mean, I assume he meant for the sack purposes as well, so that's how I took it at least. But I was just kidding. About sure. Anyway, all right, nobody cares. Uh, Washington yep. wins, sure, whatever. On we go. Um, Seattle versus the Bengals. Bengals, um, it appears as if Joe Burrow is back. I don't know what in the world got into his ass last week, but that was a Joe Burrow uh, masterclass uh, with Jamar Chase. Uh, fun fact about the tight ends on this team. Not a single one got a target last week. So I would go ahead and say, no, do not play any tight end that has a Bengals uniform on. Um, on the Seattle side of things, Geno is not really getting that many yards. This is a run first team, and they're not really opening a lot up to the pass. Bengals are very susceptible to the pass, so there is an opportunity there. But I would rather have the defensive backs for Seattle this or for the Bengals this week than going against um, – putting Gino out there. So honestly, I think Burrow is the only play for me in this game. Yeah. I, I want Gino to be it. Um, I, I, it looks, it looked bad against the giants. And after seeing the giants get just absolutely demolished last week, I'm just kind of like, oof. I mean, anyway, uh, running back wise, Ken Walker is someone I was just completely 100% wrong about. And it's just been setting out has the whole, whole backfield pretty much to himself. Uh, Sharps is another one who should at least be stashed. Uh, each week, um, if you have an IR slot or, you know, if he's sitting on waivers, I assume people probably still uh, roster him at the moment. But if he is not, please find someone to drop for him if you can, because if anything did happen, I, I hate talking about this, but you need to make sure that you stash, make sure you miss out or don't have that waiver wire game. Uh, but anyway, yeah, Ken Walker all day. Mixon also hasn't been, you know, hasn't been the best, but he warrants a start week in and week out. Uh, the workload is completely there. And Burrow, as Burrow just kind of gets better and better and kind of back into form, the run game should bounce bounce through soon. Uh, I, I just want to say don't give up hope. This offensive line is better than it's played and Mixon is better than he's played. And, you know, honestly, if you get 13 points from a running back each week, you got to at least take that as sort of a win. The way everything's going with these running backs, it's absolutely <laughs> a win here. Um, Rugas, any word on Higgins? Uh, so let me dive into that. Higgins actually tried to play last week. Uh, Zach Taylor ultimately told him not to and held him out. Um, but Higgins has been practicing limited this week, so he should be good to go. Monitor that one. But uh, if he was pushing to play last week, I assume he's going to try again this week. Um, rib injuries are funky. Uh, it's more of a pain tolerance thing at this point. But we finally saw the Jamar Chase boomer. We've been waiting on this whole time. Billy traded him in our home league, and now he can do great. So you're obviously starting, Chase. You don't need to ask me that. Uh, At least you got the win, Billy. 
I unshackled him. That's what it is. I unshackled him. I released the Kraken, if you will. That is what happened there. <laughs> well, thank you for doing that, man. Um, Seahawks, pretty tough against the pass, but I'm not worried about them against Burrow and these guys. And then Bengals are actually pretty good against the pass, too. But you're starting Metcalf, you're starting Lockett, and I think in a pinch, JSN can absolutely be used here. No, no, not yet. Mm-hmm. It's not <laughs> happening. It's not happening. It'll Just happen. stop trying to make fetch happen. It'll um, happen. I wanted to. I've dropped him in every league that I had him in. I didn't have many dynasties, and I you got to be pissed off if you're a dynasty manager that drafted JSN. Anyway, sorry. Um, honestly, I think this is going to be a really good game. This might be one of the best ones. Um, I'm going to go with Cincy just because I like to believe that Joe Burrow can do it again. Yeah. I'm going to go with Cincy. Is that- I'm going to go Seahawks. I think I think they're going to tear up the offensive line on the Bengals. Okay. Um, our first repeat matchup of the year, Colts versus the Jags. Um, this did happen in week one. Totally different players in the game because Garner Minshew starting this week instead of Anthony Richardson, who's on IR. Garner Minshew is an auto start for sure. Uh, his only start this season, he didn't really target any tight ends. So I would say, although we kind of are final, like kind of liking Granson a little bit, I would still say it's probably too early to trust him. And then on the Jags side of the ball, Trevor Lawrence uh, was cooking last week, and Evan Ingram is still getting a healthy target share. Surprisingly, I can't believe he's still there, but you know he's still getting that target share. But here we are. So those three would be the starts for me on the tight ends and quarterbacks. Yeah, um, and yeah, I did tell you guys Lawrence was going to have a game last week, um, and Joe will get into it on the wide receivers, and I'm ready for it uh, all. But into the wide, into the running backs. Yes, Zach Moss was the Twitter darling and fantasy football joke for the week. Uh, just want to ease everybody's mind out there. Uh, Jonathan Taylor will be just fine uh, and should be started weekly moving forward. We Everybody knew the snap count was going to be low, um, you know, and Moss obviously ha- was supposed to have a role. Obviously, nobody thought that Moss would break the Tennessee Titans run defense. But at the same time, let's just all chill out. Um, sh- yes, Zach Moss should be rostered. Um, I don't know who to start. I actually am not going to tell you to start either one of them um, just because I don't want to be wrong. Uh, but just, just relax on Zach Moss. If you want to play him and you think it's it's, it's the real deal, do it, please. If you think Jonathan Taylor is going to have more of a workload, also do it. Jacksonville's run defense is pretty stout, though. Jacksonville, on the other hand, also needs to chill by putting Tank Bigsby away uh, somewhere else. Uh, stop putting him in on important plays. I've seen it in multiple weeks at this point. And at this point, Bigsby shouldn't even be getting any snaps. He's had third and ones, third and goals and done absolutely nothing with it. No offense to him. I like Nick Bigsby, but Etienne has performed phenomenally, and I don't understand why you would even bring Tank Bigsby in unless he needs a breather. Uh, but he said it, forget it. You you don't have to worry about Etienne. Top five running back. Bigsby is way better than A.J. Dillon. I'll tell you that. A.J. Dillon actually has been putting up stats. Tank Bigsby hasn't. Yeah, anyone could have put up stats with that many carries. In that game. That's fair so. enough. That's fair enough. He did. He did bounce off that guy's butt. I was like a second behind you when I saw your text, and it was pretty <laughs> great. I do appreciate it. He gave me a nice chuckle. All right, everybody, fireball shots. Get them out. Shots, 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 Billy, shots. You bet me that Christian Kirk was going to have a better game than Calvin Ridley. And Josh, you said Calvin Ridley would not have over 80 receiving yards. So crown apple fireball shot I would ever take. <laughs> I'll be and right back. While, while you guys are drinking here, uh, Ridley is going to continue this uh, against the defenseless Colts. That secondary is not going to stop him. Uh, so I love Ridley. 
And then Kirk is an every week start, kind of a PPR diamond there. So keep Kirk in there. Uh, Minshew is probably a really good thing for Michael Pittman. Uh, I can't tell you how many passes Anthony Richardson sailed over Pittman last week. Um, but Minshew seems to trust him. So get Pittman back in the lineup. He should see close to those eight, nine targets that he saw at the beginning of the year. So love him there. And then I guess uh, Josh Downs is actually kind of becoming the guy here. I thought it was going to be Alex Pierce based off of what we heard in training camp, but we know what Josh Downs did in North Carolina and he's doing the exact same thing for the Colts. So um, I think a flex guy, you can absolutely play Josh Downs. Um, I got to stop you here. I, I don't want to say that Josh Downs isn't going to be good, but he's not a, he's not a start yet. I, I, and I could be wrong here, but I just, I don't think it's consistent enough for me personally. There's a couple. I wouldn't there's... feel comfortable starting him, but he's absolutely in play. His floor is five, which is nice. Yeah. Just to just to chime in with that, Josh Downs had 12 targets, led the team when Minshew started his last game. Might mean. Okay, something. you know what? Maybe I'm wrong. If Minshew's in, and I didn't even realize that that was the Minshew game. So. Yes. But so I just, just I just, you, just you know. I just wanted to say, like, just because. Anyway, I'm wrong. I'm, I my only concern there is that Indy just decides to run the football and doesn't really throw. So, oh, they're going to have to throw though. This is going to be a really good game. Um, uh, we think around. so, but it's divisional. I don't know. It is divisional. You never know what the fuck will happen. But uh, I got Jacks winning this. Uh, I think they're a real team. Uh, finally, what we thought they were going to be week one. This is a Garner Minshew revenge game. I'm going in the Colts. Oh yeah, dude, that mustache is going to be looking great. All I could find was scatterbrained peanut butter whiskey, by the way. I couldn't that find any fireball. fireball so. Somehow, so. Yeah, so I'm only going to take half of this puppy. Nope, nope. That's not how the bet goes. You didn't say I'm going to take it. half a fireball bet. I can't do peanut butter whiskey, man. It sounds gross. I, I'm, I'm sorry for it. Oh, Lord. We need to actually Lord pick up fireball me. if we're going to keep doing fireball shots, but I'm Lord also. Lord have mercy. Anyway. Um, all right. Yeah, on to the Panthers versus the Dolphins. Best uh, <laughs> game of the week. We're not starting any tight ends in this game, by the way. Dolphins didn't target one last week, and the Panthers is Hayden Hurst, but, look, he's not been reliable ever since game one happened. So um, Bryce Young I do not trust yet at all. I do like every other piece of the Panthers, but not the quarterback. Um, and Tua is a star. You like every other piece of the fucking Panthers? Okay, well. Well, uh, I, would, I would choose to start other pieces than mm. Bryce Young. Okay, well, I'm just going to go ahead and sort of disagree with Billy here and say neither Hubbard or Sanders should be started until further notice. Uh, I'm sad to personally say that Sanders is looking pretty fucking terrible, uh, but so is this entire team other than uh, people that Joe will get into. Uh, the score should look pretty lopsided early, um, and we don't know what the split's going to be. It hasn't really made any sense, but really neither one of them. It's honestly been pretty even, 50-50, which is also stupid. Uh, but Sanders also hasn't looked good, so I can't even say, like, hey, Sanders averaging five yards per carry. So fuck him. Don't start him in this game. Uh, and Miami, uh, while we finally got some clarity and a true running back one for the Dolphins for the first time in, uh, I think, forever, uh, just kidding. A long time at the very least. Uh, he's on the IR for four weeks. So right when we figure out what to what to call him with Akon out. Um, yeah, we, we decided Akon because he changed the way he wants to pronounce his name. Akon's just a great name. I think Gerald coined this. Thanks, Gerald. A uh, good friend of ours. Always comes to uh, football with us each week. Um, <clears throat> unlike you two. Uh, anyway, uh, Mostert's backfield to lose at this point. He's a smash start until Jeff Wilson truly gets back. Yes, I understand he's limited off or he's lifted off the IR and will probably play. 
but I don't think he'll even get half the workload uh, until Mostert either fumbles a bunch of times or Jeff Wilson is just truly fully 100% back. Uh, this matchup makes Mostert just a great play everywhere, daily redraft dynasty, any lines that Vegas creates for him. Uh, please smash all of those overs on that. Uh, okay, so we're saying it's going to be the Raheem Blackshear game for sure. What you're saying? Okay, cool. I Taylor actually kind of wish they would try something new, like at this point, or give somebody a full workload if it's Sanders or Chuba. Like at this point, just like stop the split. It's not working for either of them. I think the Panthers just suck. Polar Knights on Twitch says, "I love this show. It's like the perfect evolution of beard growth." Which is, <laughs> it's just a I I'm glad you got your beard comment. back. See, even Polar Knights likes it. And also, I just want to say Polar Knights, I'm really pissed because I went to Iceland and never saw the Northern Lights. Pissed me the fuck off, if I'm being honest. Yeah, it's tough. I Sorry, there. Joe, you can continue. No, no, you're good. Polar Knights, thank you. Um, it is. Just going to teach everyone beard. how to grow a beard on there. Oh. Um, <laughs> So Thielen's putting up big boy numbers. Uh, you're absolutely starting Adam Thielen. And quit trying to figure out who the next guy on this team is going to be because it's it could be anybody or nobody, either one. Um, you're starting Hill. Uh, Waddle finally showed some life last week, so you're starting him. Uh, quit it with the Braxton Barrios shit. I don't want to see that. So um, Hill should absolutely feast here, assuming they don't just run the ball because I don't think the Panthers are going to do much. Dude, I played Braxton Barrios last week because I was in a pinch. He got two catches for 13 yards. It's not it. No, I, I saw on Twitter a bunch of places. Like, oh, you could start Braxton Barrios. It wasn't even that. I literally had no choice. It was Dynasty, and it was like waiver wire was barren, dude. And I, like my team is just decimated. So went for it. Didn't work. Don't do it. I can speak from experience for once. Uh, Polar, I'm Nights go on, Polar Nights on Twitch says, I closed my drape so I don't have to look at the Aurora Bore house. It looks like a disco show, and I can't stand <laughs> Fuck disco. you, Polar Nights. Oh, <laughs> shit. You're my new arch enemy, and I have, I feel like I have way too many already. So, that is uh, hilarious. Next time I'm in Iceland, right. I'm finding you, or wherever the oh, hell you're that's, at. That's yeah. phenomenal. Um, that's awesome. I'm going Ben's Dolphins. <laughs> I, yeah, no shit. I feel like we're all That's incredible. Dolphins. All right, the battle of the bastards, the Vikings versus the Bears. Um, <clears throat> Why are they Kirk bastards? Cousins, as long as he's on the team, that's a start. TJ Hawkinson, as long as he's on the team, is a start. Fields and uh, Komet are also starts. I think this is an all, you know, everyone goes kind of thing. That sounds dangerous, the fact that I'm confident you're talking about the Bears, but I'll allow it. Yeah. Um, yeah, even Joe agrees. That's that's saying something. All right. Well, the running backs are actually a little bit more convoluted than ever. Uh, so Khalil Herbert's out for the foreseeable future, right when he finally had a workload and a, a role. Uh, but now we finally get to see Roshan, and I assume hopefully he's healthy. He is currently questionable and also got out with a concussion. I don't know how bad that concussion was. I do not remember it. I drink a lot of beer on Sunday. Uh, he should be able to bounce back from that and come back and Hasn't gotten more than 10 touches in a game yet. So there's a possibility that this is something. And even though the Vikings defense reads seventh best on ESPN, yada, yada, sleeper, wherever else, they could definitely be beat. Um, I'm starting Roshan this week wherever I have the chance. Um, I've had a lot of bad running backs, and I'd rather take a shot on this if he's healthy once again. You may see some foreman out there as well, but he hasn't touched the ball really all year. So I'm not too worried about him at the moment. Uh, but that probably means that he's going to do really good. So maybe don't listen to me. I don't know. Whatever. Do, do what you want. 
And Madison should be started. Once again, Bears defense in general. Uh, you pretty much want to start everyone against the Bears. Uh, sorry, Joe. Uh, I do love how everyone is already out on Cam Akers, though. Uh, that's one of my favorite things. I personally think he should be rostered by all at this point, especially this week, uh, and could be a decent flex play uh, all around. Uh, he just got traded to this team uh, a week and a half ago. I just don't understand why everyone's just like, ah, oh, Madison's doing good. So therefore Madison's not doing that good. I, I don't know why uh, he's just, he finally has a little competition and he's smelling the, the, the sharks in the water circling. Uh, but yeah, neither one of them stood a chance against the chiefs in general. So uh, acres with a couple weeks under his belt. I I'm also okay with playing him. He might take over Madison's role, especially if a f- early fumble. <laughs> so. I don't even want to comment after that. Cause cam Akers ain't shit. Um, I'm, I'm not even, I'm not even banking on, I'm not even saying cam Akers is good. I'm saying the bears are bad. And I also saying Madison is okay. More so than anything. Yeah, okay is better than ain't shit. So <laughs> awesome. Um, in some sad news, poor Justin Jefferson. Uh, looks like the hamstring is torn. Uh, they say he's not going to miss the whole season, but uh, probably going to be longer than four weeks. So yeah, KJ Osborne, you got Jordan Addison, and you got Brandon Powell. Uh, KJ Osborne was already playing a ton of snaps. Addison saw a slight uptick after Jefferson's injury, definitely more targets. Um, but Jefferson was averaging 11 targets per game, which for some reason I thought was much higher than that, which is still pretty healthy. So that's going to get divvied up. I think Addison's your guy. I think Hawkinson and Addison get the benefit of those targets, and Osborne is kind of going to play the same role he has been. So I love Addison this week as a top 15 play, and uh, Jalen Johnson cannot cover him. We saw that in college. So Osborne <laughs> is an absolute uh, flex conversation. I don't. I don't know what it is about Osborne. I'm not super confident in him, just a feeling, but you can absolutely start him. Um, And then on the Bears' side, DJ Moore finally had his game. He's not going to put up monster numbers like that all year. I think he's a real high-end wide receiver, too, for the rest of the season. You could look to trade him after that monster game, um, but uh, he should still continue to put up some good points for you. And then Darvinell Mooney was absolutely shut out last week, but I think we see a bounce back from him this week. Him and Fields are just too good of friends to to not – get him some work here. Uh, I just want to throw this out there. Fireball bet on KJ Osborne outscoring Addison. Uh, just have a, have a, a love All for day. the name. All right. All I, sure. That's please take that. Enough. And while we're at this, uh, polar Knights out here talking shit. Highlight of my day was two Eagles fighting on the porch and three orcas swimming by life sucks at times. And that was a flex. Yes. We're fucking aware, man. I, 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 I like you too, but I appreciate this. So don't, don't, don't hate too much. Um, where are you from, Polar Knights? Tell yeah, me. I would love to know where you're from, actually, though, just in case so I can visit. come fight you. Uh, no, just kidding. Uh, who wins this game? Uh, Joe, who do you got? Vikings. Okay. Uh, Bill? Bears. Bears, 100%. We were right last time, and we'll be right again, Joe. I appreciate you doing the opposite <laughs> trade thing. Uh, fuck your first-round pick for at least the Bears pick. The, the Panthers one looks pretty for real. All right, that, one, that one's safe. Other than the Patriots, they're coming for that ass. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. 
That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right. Anyway, on to the 49ers versus the Browns. Um, the Browns have had a week off. Deshaun Watson, this is kind of a dangerous spot for him to come back to. Uh, we're going to see what he's really made of in this game, I think, um, because the 49ers defense has just been mauling everyone. Uh, I would not start Njoku. Did you all see the pictures of Njoku's face, by the way, after the injury? I the, didn't, but I'm Googling it right now. Based injury. It's pretty gnarly. I'm surprised that he was able to play the week after that happened because, Jesus Christ, that was rough looking. Um, Holy shit. Hoping he gets to – yep, sorry anybody out there that just probably Googled that themselves because they don't know. Trigger warning. Sorry if that – sorry if you watched that in the morning or looked at that in the morning. Anyway, on to the 49ers. Brock Purdy is the second coming of Tom Brady, it appears. He is just having his way with the league. He cannot be stopped. It's insane to watch. George Kittle is – Finally back, question mark, question mark. Most of his catches last week were touchdowns, which in fantasy, that's a positive. So um, I think you just keep rolling him out because what else are you going to do? Um, Yeah, man, that's why you don't light uh, fire pits with gasoline. I learned that the hard way, but fortunately did not have to deal with that because that's exactly what he did. I already know. Um, I watched it happen. Singed a lot of hair. Uh, but man, wild. Sorry, I was still on that. Uh, back to what you said, Bill. Uh, so the thing about the 49ers is, is it's always going to be someone different. It's going to be Ayuk. It's going to be Debo. It's going to be Kittle. Uh, McCaffrey's always going to have a really at least relatively steady, steady workload. He, but even he didn't have a great week last week. So you're always going to get a rotation of players. Um, so I, I don't know why anyone ever doubted Kittle personally, but here we are. Uh, on to the running backs. McCaffrey's an RB1, or is RB1. Sorry, my bad. And no one should ever be shocked about this. Uh, he's on a four, 14 game TV streak. Uh, so expect that week in and week out. I mean, I don't know when he's going to break it, but don't worry. The announcers will tell you because uh, they love talking about something that has been buried into the ground. Uh, and at the moment, as long as Mitchell's out, Mason can be a flex play. Uh, Cleveland's defense is a little uh, tough against the run, though. Uh, and that's really only if someone's desperate. Uh, but at the moment, uh, Mason is looking like what Mitchell was supposed to be that like kind of half work workhorse for him. So, um, as I talked about in uh, Ford in a different pod that you will hear later. I don't know why I put that in there. I'm an idiot. Uh, this won't be his breakout. Uh, obviously, the 49ers are stout. We already know this. But do not give up hope in the future. Uh, Hunt will get more of a workload this week and more than likely in the future. Um, I think they should both be sits unless you need to, of course, because the running back uh, market is desperate. You can hope for that touchdown for either Hunt or Ford. I think everybody gave up on Hunt already, but... Um, I personally think it's going to be Ford 60% hunt 40% depending on who they really trust more in the past game, because it's going to be, a, it's going to be a game for them. They're going to have to do something and figure something out. So. Absolutely. Um, 
this one's I didn't like writing this one. Uh this is going to be an AIC game. Um, I feel it in my loins, so fire him up. I absolutely hate Debo's matchup here. Uh, he's not going to get you any rushing yards, so don't plan on that. Um, and for the Browns, if P.J. Walker is your quarterback, I hate the Browns receivers this week. They should not be anywhere near your starting lineup. In the preseason, he was god-awful. Um, an undrafted uh, free agent quarterback, actually, uh, rookie free agent quarterback, actually beat him out. So, um, I mean, if if Watson does play, it fire up Amari. Um, I think Elijah Moore, he's going to get you the PPR points, but I don't you're really just hoping one of them scores a touchdown this week, which we haven't seen for more and we've only seen one from Amari. So I don't like. Yeah. Which speaking of um, Watson at the moment did not practice on Wednesday and it's an injury on his throwing right shoulder rotator cuff. So probably I don't want to say, cause I really don't know if anything could change in three days, but at the moment it looks like he's not going to play. And if he doesn't man Cleveland, I, I mean, don't even think about starting Jerome Ford and these other people. I mean, there's a possibility, but like, Damn, you don't want that against the 49ers defense. So, uh, once again, let's just end this. 49ers win. Uh, pretty easy pickings, yep. I think. Yep. All right. All right. On to the Saints versus the Texans. Um, Saints really had an easy week. They're pretty much a bye week against the Patriots last week. Not a lot of trouble there. Um, Derek Carr is good to go. Look, the tight end situation is really, really weird, and it's going to be weird every week. Taysom Hill might have a little – flex consideration based on he's getting rushing so he might you know follow his way into the end zone at some point but i'm not really liking the tight end situation i wish they would just stick to one but they're not so no need to do that texans cj stroud is a top 10 quarterback this season and he is not throwing an interception yet and he's just been nothing short of incredible the saints have a good defense though so he might have a little bit of trouble this week that shouts out to ruguru um Dalton Schultz led the team in receiving for the Texans last week against the Atlanta Falcons. Um, I don't know if that's going to continue. He did have the most targets as well, but I do think Dalton Schultz is a, you know, if you need a tight end this week or want to try out someone new, you probably picked him up off the waiver wire. Potentially this is a decent week to start him. Yeah. Um, and so Kamara, uh, targets dipped after his return because they didn't need to do that uh but you're gonna expect it this week as this probably should be a close game uh kamara putting up basically back-to-back 20s at this point uh so it's, it's a no-brainer uh it's actually really nice to see him come back uh, and look the way he has um uh, and then honestly also nice to see kendry finally get the workload that we thought he would have in those early weeks while kamara was out he's come back from his injury really well uh and can honestly be a spot flex play in a pinch um i at least should be rostered everywhere if, if he's not already. I assume he probably is. Um, but And then on the other side of the, the ball, Pierce on the other hand, the workload has been there. He hasn't had that breakout performance yet. And even against this defense, who was going to struggle against the passing game, he should find a hole. He should finally have a big run, and he will fall into the end zone. Stop listening to the haters. I've seen a lot of people say, sit, Pierce. Pierce gets the workload. You start Pierce. I'm sorry. Until until Pierce doesn't get 18 18 carries a game, you're starting Pierce. I don't care what he's doing with it. He's gonna he's gonna get those plays. It's he's had a tough schedule. Houston's also done really well in the passing game. Um, I, I'm sorry, but Pierce Pierce's gonna have his day. Singletary's yeah. not what everybody we thought he was. We should have brought up Pierce in our uh, <clears throat> our trade for because yeah, he is honestly, like the ultimate trade for honestly. He re- he really is. Yeah, honestly, I'm surprised I didn't think about him. Yeah, he's going to have that game there. 
um, on there. So uh, wide receivers, uh, Chris Olave popped up on the injury report today, uh, had a limited practice due to a toe injury. Really something to monitor. Those toe injuries are not fun a lot of the time. So assuming he plays, uh, you start him. Houston's been pretty pretty sick against wide receivers. Uh, Michael Thomas, very usable. And Shahid is the ultimate big play waiting to happen. I do like Shahid a lot on uh, DraftKings, especially if Olave does not play this week. And then um, not to make fun of injuries, but Tank Dell, the way he got his concussion is one of the funniest things I think I've seen um so you should do that he kind of just uh like squirrel dove into the ground with his head not really <laughs> sure how that worked out um but not to laugh at him but it's a very strange way to hurt your head uh if he plays i think you play him and you're gonna start nico too i know it's a tough matchup but those guys are rolling right now yeah i feel like there's been actually a lot of hate on nico right now too in the start sit and just people in general column uh shut the mm -hmm. fuck up dude like this team is new like it's not a it's not a oh tank dell's his favorite nico's his favorite he's dude this dude's trying to figure it out and he's doing a really good job at doing it i think they're both gonna roll like in in the future you and yeah you got to take that chance if the dude's throwing for 300 yards a game so yeah sorry no i just hey i i CJ's been incredible. Um, nothing, nothing short of that. I just don't think I've ever seen a non-contact head injury. That was. It was a really weird one, and I was like, "Oh yeah, no, that's definitely that's definitely an injury." Oh, Fortune made it. Yep, you knew he was going to show oh, up. Fortune. Whoop. All right. Uh, Saints win. Yep. I disagree. I got Houston. I think Houston actually has a, I think Pierce has his day and that's what changes the game. Interesting. All right. On to Tampa versus Detroit. Um, I like everything about this matchup. Uh, I like Baker in this, in this matchup. Um, I'm a big fan of golf. Uh, Sam Laporta is everything that we hoped uh, a rookie tight end was going to be. We didn't know who it was going to be, um, but it's him. So that's exciting to see as well. And then for Tampa, I'm blanking on his name right now, but Otten. he is a good Otten. Yes, is a good start as well. Yeah, I actually think this is going to be a, one of the best games of the the week. Uh, could easily become the best game of the week. Um, so just getting to the running backs, Monty. Not much a whole lot to say about him other than New Age Zeke. You know, uh, feed him. Um, it's nice to see him get the workload that he finally deserves and seeing him flourish. No offense, Bears. Uh, and if Gibbs is back, he warrants a flex start any given week. He, I think his lowest is eight or nine in PPR, uh, especially in PPR. He needs to be rostered and played or sorry, my apologies played. He's definitely rostered, uh, because you never know when that speedster is going to actually finally make his break official breakout. And it's going to happen eventually. Uh, Montgomery's always going to have his role. You, you already know, start him and white also on the, on the sit categories of everybody. I don't know what this is, but everybody thinks that because the lion's, uh, haven't let up run points and whatnot, rushing ba running back points. Those numbers are inflated because of their time of possession and winning the game. They've been winning all these games, and I think people kind of forget that that's happening. Uh, but White, start him. You probably don't have a better option. The running back market's thin as it is, uh, but I just personally see that him getting enough carries at this point. Nobody's taking the job from him at the moment. He's getting 15 carries a game. He's getting some targets. I think he has a fine day against the Lions. Absolutely. I just hope he gets more than three targets in this one because he's going to have to. 
Yeah, I mean, I assume, but I actually, I really think that this is going to be close. I don't think it's going to be necessarily a shootout, but I think it'll be, you know, 28-27. Like, I don't think anyone wins this game by a landslide. I don't think anyone's down for a long period of time. I think it'll be touchdown, blank, touchdown, field goal, blank, field goal, touchdown, like punt, you know. And honestly, the lowest White had was in his, his basically his first game against Minnesota. I mean, we got we had nine points a game at this point, three games in a row, 20 in one of them. I, I Fuck that. Ruger Dumb. asks, who does Antoine Winfield cover um, for Tampa? Against That's a Detroit. great question. Joe, go ahead. Put him on Laporta, right? It'd be smart. Yeah. That's well, it won't be a Monroe, so it would have to be, yeah. It'll be one of the eights, the nines, the sevens, whatever the hell those numbers are, the zeros. Wait, is St. Brown out again? No, he's he's no, he just people. he just doesn't cover the slot. So oh, okay, gotcha. Sorry, I was gonna say I was like, don't shit. think he'd be on. I mean, I guess they could do that, but <clears throat> they don't haven't done that before. So I don't know what I did to, to warrant these shut up Joshes in the chat, but I do appreciate it. Mm, I don't know. Three minutes ago, Saints. I guess I was just talking. Something about oh, fortunes here. I don't know something like that. Uh, Tampa wins, fighting Baker Mayfield's. You want to talk about the wide receivers, Billy? Oh, shit. my bad. I thought. <laughs> now, if Amon Ra is not playing, I don't want to talk about him. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Amon Ra, you start him. Uh, the zeros, the eights, and the nines, uh, the Marvin Jones, the Cleef Raymonds, the Josh Reynolds, whatever the hell they are. Those, Jameson Williams, those, calm down. We got to talk about him. I'm working on Jameson Williams. Their uh, jerseys are horrible for trying to see who mm-hmm. it actually is on the screen there. Yeah, um, that is for sure. Yeah. Josh Reynolds is. Uh, I mean, I think if you're in an absolute pinch in a deep league, you can start him. I'm holding off on JMO right now, uh, especially against the Bucks. They are pretty tough. But they do give up some yardage, so that's cool. And on the uh, the Bucks side, you're starting Evans. He is pretty much unstoppable at this point, and Godwin should get a lot of receptions here. So start I, him. I kind of forgot Godwin actually had a good game uh, in mm-hmm. week four. Uh, I've seen so many nines from him this year that I'm just like, I get why Mike Evans is Baker's favorite target, but it just pisses me off to see godwin not get the like respect that he had over the years mm-hmm. uh and i found out what i pissed people off about it's because i talked about the saints losing and honestly thought that's what it was uh makes sense i didn't even realize that i did it i forgot that we're catering to you did that on purpose, guys. i really did, i really didn't i actually just like houston is what it is. this is offensive bayou podcast offensive yeah. bayou point sponsored by the bayou in pocahontas missouri Great place I got lions. Go. I know Billy got bucks. That is oh, a good restaurant, a surprisingly good restaurant. That's where I had my uh, graduation dinner. With, me and Russell had a seriously graduation dinner. Yeah, neither one of us made a re- uh, reservation, and we had like 15 people, and they 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 counted us, which was really nice. That's hilarious. On the day, I mean, it's kind of out in the middle of nowhere, but yeah, it really is. Wow. People appreciated it. Um, real quick, um, you guys, we got we got split right now. Um, and unfortunately, as much as I hate this, I think the Lions take this L. Uh, I think Tampa actually plays a good game. I want the Lions to win. I'll be rooting for them. But I think this is actually a really good competition that I think people are underestimating at the moment. Or actually, people probably don't even care about the Lions, if I'm being honest yet. So, Fighting Baker Mayfield, baby. Ah, shut the fuck up. I hate that I agreed with you. Greg <laughs> says, uh, as soon as I put Godwin on my bench, he'll eat blow up. Yeah, same thing happened to me. So I, I played him because I don't have a choice, game. unfortunately. But at the same time, yeah, no, it does. It, it's been nine pointers and they suck. I really like Houston, said Josh right now. So, stop clicking it. Stop clicking it. I like them. 
All right. I think this team, I thought this team was going to be good next year. I was wrong. They're good now. Fuck you guys. But the traffic sucks. Anyway, on to one of the worst games of the weekend. I honestly cannot believe we're going to be subjected to this, but the Patriots are playing the Raiders. Um, It's kind of a revenge game of sorts because, you know, Josh McDaniels used to be on the Patriots. Jimmy Garoppolo used to be on the Patriots. Too bad everybody in this game sucks, except for one player that wide receivers will get to. Um, You're not starting Jimmy G. You're not starting Mac or Bailey Zappi. You're not starting Hunter Henry, and you're not starting Michael Mayer. Although I did enjoy seeing Michael Mayer get those two catches for like 19 and 20 yards. That was kind of fun to see because it's like, I hope that's what we get in the future. But for now, no. So I actually personally disagree. I think this is one of those evenly matched games because both teams are kind of bad, but also can play good. On Equally occasion. disgusting. I agree. Equal. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, but I, I think I'd rather see this than like New England versus the Chiefs and the Raiders versus the Eagles or something. So, um yeah, I think Stevenson and Zeke are in the realm of possibility of, of starts here. I, I know I'm, I probably sound crazy. Uh, once again, Stevenson was a name I saw everywhere sit. Uh, it's not their fault that this quarterback game has been terrible. They're stacking the box on them. Uh, Mac Jones somehow getting the start against again, even though nobody's scared of him. Uh, Stevenson is going to have hopefully have some good catches. Hopefully, Bill Belichick has learned that, hey, we have a pass catching running back, two pass catching running backs, really. I mean, Zeke can catch. Uh, but yeah, Zeke should be rostered too. I, I really hope that he's not a free agent in any leagues. And personally, I think he's a good flex play here, especially in a desperate situation. And then Jacobs is always going to be a start. You don't need that. You don't need to hear that from me. Uh, and sorry for anyone hoping that Zamir White would do his breakout thing. It's not happening this year, at least. Uh, but you you can go ahead and drop him if you still have him. Except for in Dynasty, sure, sure, keep it. There's not a long-term contract for Jacobs yet. so It'll never happen. Rue on... YouTube says, I think this is the game Baker comes back to earth, referring to the last game, and you can go to hell, Rue. I thought we were friends. Fortune <laughs> said, who's even the starting tight end for the Raiders right now? And here I'm here to tell you it's neither Austin Hooper or Mayer. Um, they both split work. So I to call one of them a starter is kind of a stretch, but I think they're trying to get Mayer more involved as this season goes further down the toilet. I was going to say Mayer, <laughs> damn. Uh, I was going to say he actually looked pretty decent in the limited action he got, but yeah, I would not, they're not startable yet. I mean, Dynasty for sure, Stash and whatnot, but yeah, it's rough. I mean, Jacoby Myers is kind of running those routes. That's um, hilarious that he is. <laughs> yeah. Um, Josh, just because you met Zeke's mom, we met Zeke's mom, does not mean that you had to say nice things about him on the podcast. I told you I had to. <laughs> he really did. <laughs> <laughs> oh god excuse no, me this is the first good matchup that running backs have uh on the patriots for a while so yeah yeah and we, and we talked about the schedule they had coming out there um i'll dive right into it with the wide receivers uh i don't think the schedule is really going to benefit there kendrick Bourne is your leading receiver here he's getting a you know five six targets a game i think we could start seeing more out of him but you're not starting him so don't even think about getting him near your lineup. Juju's not even playing 50% of the snaps, so no one on the Patriots. And then on the Raiders, we had Devontae Adams did not practice today, but he said on live TV that, yeah, it hurts, but I got to keep playing. So he'll be out there. You're starting him. And then Jacoby Myers, Grappolo's really taken to this kid, so keep firing him up too. You know who I want to see play fucking football? Booty. Boutier, however you pronounce his name. Why is he not out Boutier. there? None of these wide receivers are doing anything, and he hasn't really seen shit. Yeah, I think he's not injured. So we got so bad, Demario. Not D- see. It's not gonna matter anyway. 
Tycon yeah, Thornton's been out. I, I get it, but like, just might as well check it out. <sighs> anyway, yeah, sorry. I agree. See what you have with him because it's been no, bad. This, this is two rats fighting to get out of a trash can, and the Raiders prevail. <laughs> I don't even care. I'm not even gonna vote. I'm gonna go actually, Patriots because I'm gonna go Patriots because I meant to deal actually. with this with this hate. Yeah, and I met Zeke's mom, so I gotta, I gotta. Rue says Booty left. He left LSU too early. Well, Rue, he got kicked out of LSU, so he couldn't have gone back even if he wanted to. Uh, this isn't the college podcast. God damn. We're talking it, about dude. Booty. We're I talking know, about Keyshawn like, Booty. Just he got kicked out of college, which under just mysterious circumstances. Um. All right. On to the Cards versus the Rams. I thought this would be a tank bowl going into the season, but this is actually kind of an interesting game now, um, you know, six weeks into the season. Uh, Matt Stafford's good to go. I've liked everything from him. Higby's still a start, even though I think the Wonder Twins are kind of stealing his targets a little bit. And <laughs> on the card side of things, Dobbs pretty good. I don't know if this is where I would start him. He's still been pretty good, though. And then Zach Ertz, I'm, I'm back on the Zach Ertz train. He's a, he's a start for me this week. All right. Well, um, you know, we're talking about another lead running back who went down, James Conner. Uh, you know, now we got the uh, fish market coming up. Amari Deer Mercado uh, literally per, it literally translates to that. So don't ju- don't jump on me. Uh, he did step in valiantly, uh, but I personally do not like riding on a running back on a bad offense in a game that I assume will more than likely get out of hand. Ride him if you want. Uh, but I think this was one of the worst. I don't want to say worst, but one of the not great. Uh, waiver wire pickups. Um, it, I assume Keontae Ingram might be might still be out there, um, you, and he's coming back uh, in waiver wire. So feel free to pick him up if you can. Um, I, I think it's going to be more of a split. I don't think they trust him, trust either one of them. And the Rams' defense is not bad. Um, I know it doesn't look like it on the stat sheet. On the other side, uh, after a few mixed weeks for Kyron Williams, you are riding with the only running back who's getting more than a run or two. Uh, I don't think you need to worry about that. I don't think you need to think about it. He'll be fine. Uh, but I have been playing this game of picking up Ronnie Rivers before the week starts just in case uh, because his backfield is not so sure behind Williams, if you guys haven't te- could tell. So, uh, Kyron, all day. I'm going to have a monster day. I've literally been doing that in every league, too, is just stashing Ronnie Rivers, like, on <laughs> Sunday morning. I had to him drop him, like, three times. I'm like, just in case, just yeah. in case. Okay, never mind. Kyron's fine. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a good tactic. That's what I did with Fish Market, and it kind of paid off there. So Yeah, you did. I, you did a stall move, it. man. Full the stall, stall move. move while I was peeing. Yeah. Worked out really well. Um, So wide receivers, start Marquise Brown, um, start Hollywood. He's killing it. The Rams have only given up one touchdown to wide receivers this year, so it's something to keep an eye on there. Um, and then you're going to start the Twin Towers, as Billy calls them, um, on there. The uh, I'm waiting. Wonder Twins. Let's just no, not put that one on Billy. <laughs> Can we I cut said that? The Wonder, Wonder Twins. twins. Are we? The I, Wonder dude, Twins. Just I heard so someone call Johnny Smith and Kyle Pitts the Twin Towers, and that's where I was going with that one. Who are the My Wonder bad. Twins? I'm so sorry. Wonder the Wonder Twins, twins. the Breakfast Club. Um, oh, got it. So I'm still waiting for the other shoe to fall on the. Um, I'm waiting for this clock to strike 10, but it has not happened. So you're starting him confidently. Yeah. Fortunately, I scored the most in the league that I traded away Puka for CD lamb. Otherwise I would have looked really silly. Um, but yeah, uh, to, uh, Ruguru's point, Ernest Jones season is officially here. Uh, he has been killing it. Uh, if, if you guys don't play IDP and you're listening to me, like who the hell is Ernest Jones? He's a linebacker and he's on the Rams and he's 
getting all the tackles on that team. Just soaking them in. Yeah, 15 last week was awesome. I'm going with the Rams. The Lambs win. Rams. Lambs. My my wife is objecting to that because she hates Stan Kroenke. But I got to go with the Wonder Twins. Wonder Twins is what I said. (laughs) On to the Eagles versus the Jets. Jalen Hurts, obvious start. Goddard, auto start. Um, the Jets, you're not starting Zach Wilson. I was kind of intrigued by Tyler Conklin last week against Denver. It might have been just a Denver thing, but he did um, lead the team in receiving last week. Don't know if that's sustainable going no. forward, but you might stash him on the bench. Yes, Josh. I was going to say, uh, in a pinch, Conklin's been a great villain. I've actually used him on two occasions at the very least of uh, these four weeks and you know the, the five in, in the middle there against the Patriots. But 10, 9, 10, uh, 2, 3, 2, 4, and 5, he's been pretty serviceable. Hey, it's a tight end drought, and he is water in the desert. So go ahead and fire him up. You're not, you're not, it's not the sexy pick. You're not excited about this. Uh, Definitely not. On to running backs. Swift saw the most usage he has seen out of the passing game so far. And in the coming weeks when the Eagles' tough stretch become uh, <clears throat> begins, my apologies, uh, we're going to see more of that. Uh, don't think that's happening this week, but you know, Swifty's going to have some fun in those weeks. Uh, but you're starting Swift. You don't need to know that. And also side note, the Eagles are one of the league's worst in the red zone. I believe it was 27th of 32 teams. And it is shocking to me that they haven't even thought to use penny on short plays uh, for like the red zone or anything. Just, just that he could literally just be Mike Tolbert. I, I don't know why they haven't, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, hasn't happened yet, so don't worry about it. Swifty's the number one running back, and he will continue to be the number one Swift in the NFL. And Brees finally got the training wheels off and looked just about as good as anyone could hope for. Even against the stout Eagles run defense, you have to play him. You are not sitting him against this team. Uh, he probably gets loose. Uh, this young start starting linebacker core is not the best. Um, they're going to be some, there's going to be some leaks in the line. Uh, he does have to make it past, uh, the scary interior defensive line though. You can see a lot of outside runs. So, uh, honestly, I personally think Dalvin cook can be dropped at this point in shallow leagues. As sad as it is to say, um, it's just not looking like this was a good move for him, Wild. which is weird. And I don't like it, but you, you don't have to, I'm, I'm holding him in a league that I shouldn't be, but yeah, it's gross. It's wild. Yeah. Weird state of affairs, bro. Mm-hmm. If you're in Dynasty, try to trade for Michael Carter cheap because they might trade him. Because yeah. they they're also not using him at all on there. So, um, wide receivers here. You're starting Edge Brown. You're starting Devonta Smith. Those are auto starts. They have a really tough matchup, but you're still starting them. Um, and then you're, I at least am starting Garrett Wilson still. I know I'm gonna get a lot of hate for this. I think that. Philly is absolutely going to kill Zach Wilson here. So you're basically praying that uh, Garrett Wilson gets a, a, a long one here, but I'm still starting him. Uh, actually, the Eagles have been terrible against the passing game, which makes no sense. Um, we lost to Vontae Maddox, and I guess that really did something for our team. So, no, yeah, start start Garrett Wilson. I think he actually has one of his best games this year. Um, and then also just onto the Devontae Smith thing, I assume A.J. Brown's going to be covered by Sauce which I don't think really means anything because it's AJ Brown. He can catch anything and, you know, even good corners. But I do think this is Devontae Smith comeback. If you're thinking about start sitting him, which you could be after the last two weeks, hasn't been great, uh, really low weeks. Please, please start Devontae Smith. I just hope you're not thinking that. 
Rue says, I can't wait for Jalen Carr to turn his pressure into sacks. Hey, I mean, he had two against the Rams. And this week against Zach Wilson, I think he's going to be teed up for a couple more potentially. So start all the D-line against. If you're a betting man out there, Jalen Carter over whatever is going to be sacks, I would probably go ahead and pick that up. Um, uh, Jalen Carter, Hassan bad. Reddick, Josh Sweat. Everybody's getting a sack, dude. It's, it's be, Brandon Graham, Fred, Fletcher Cox might even get one. It's the Oprah meme, literally, for the sacks. So the Eagles win. Yeah, I got the Jets. We're going to go Eagles. Fun. All right, on to the Sunday night football game, which I don't know what the hell they're thinking not flexing this out of the Sunday night. I'm assuming there's two worst games down the road. Um, between five weeks five and ten, NBC can flex games out of the Sunday night. So Oh, they can flex this? Two, they can flex two games out between weeks five and ten. I'm assuming there must be two worse ones down the road because this one would have been my choice. But anyway, the Giants are facing the Bills. I am not confident that Daniel Jones is going to be in this game, but that might actually be better. Um, Tyrod Taylor is the backup. This would be a revenge game against Tyrod. He's played for 12 teams, so any team he plays is basically a revenge game. So Tyrod Taylor will get a chance potentially to avenge himself. Darren Waller, who's also been hurt, I would definitely keep uh, your eyes on the way or the injury report to see how he is progressing. But if he's in, you're definitely playing him. And then as far as the Bills go, both the tight ends were hurt, Dawson Knox and Dalton Kincaid. I assume one of the two of them is going to be able to go. Whichever one's playing, you definitely want them in your lineup. And then Josh Allen's a start as well. Time out. I just I got to go back to this flex of two games. I don't mean to d- derail us anymore. Uh, so okay. week six, obviously Giants Bills. We're talking about it right now. Week seven, yep. Eagles Dolphins. That's money. You're making so much money yeah, there. Not doing that. Uh, week eight, Bears Chargers. Uh, honestly, two and two, one and four team. I mean, could consider that could one. be. No, I, I personally disagree though. I don't think it's flex worthy or flex consideration. You should keep it. It could be fun. Okay. Bills Bengals week nine. Obviously not flexing that. No hell no. Jets Raiders, yeah, you're you're gonna want to flex that, right? Oh now. yeah, week ten's for sure getting flexed. Yeah, but so like, that's interesting. So really, it's just Bears Chargers, and you're you're gonna keep it or for Giants game. to get crushed by the Bills without Daniel Jones. All right, whatever. That makes no sense. I don't know why they didn't flex it. You got like three great games, or at least two great games, two good games, or whatever. Anyway, uh, mm-hmm. running backs, the return of Saquon. I don't know. Uh, nobody knows. Uh, he, I thought he'd play last week. He didn't. Um, he did have a limited practice on Wednesday. Keep an eye out on the injury report. Obviously, you play him if he if he plays, and you obviously, I hope at this point, stop starting the backups because that's not it. Um, they can't fill in for him. Uh, and then on the other side, after being stuffed last week by the Jags, Cook should have a field day against the Giants. Damian Harris and Lat Murray are always dangerous to poach a touchdown, so do not be surprised when that happens to you, uh, Cook finishers out there. So yeah, James Cook. Only running back you're starting in this game, or Saquon potentially. Sorry, Cook's another buy low right now too. Uh, yeah, Cook's, Cook's scaring me a bit to be honest. Yeah, I don't like the like 30, 30, 30 usage. But. Yeah, it's. I don't know. I personally think that it's fine. Uh, that last game against Jacksonville, he just got stuffed. I mean, the the, the other four games is what you need to look at. It's small sample size just was not it for him. Like people are going to have bad games. He just doesn't have touchdown upside. That's always going to be the scare with him. I'm sorry, 10, 19, 13, 14. I'll take that any day. And yeah, you're going to get pushed on the touchdowns. But if he's getting 100 yards a game, I'm cool with that. 
Sorry. Josh is cool with it. Josh is cool with it. I don't have James Cook anywhere, personally. I'm going to try to trade for him now. Yeah, there we go. Probably buy low. Um, wide receivers, pretty easy here. Um, you're starting uh, Gabe Davis. You're starting Stephon Diggs. Uh, those are pretty easy. Giants are getting torched through the air. And then on the Giants, you're starting nobody. Um, I know Wondell Robinson, a lot of people are trying to make him a thing. He's not just yet. I do think Slayton has an opportunity to have a big game here. We'll see. Eventually, the Giants have to figure this out. I'd be shocked if they didn't. Fair enough. They won't. They won't. They suck. Uh, I, I, by the way, I just want to real quick. We're just going to get into this. Uh, I found there was some guy on, on Twitter that offensive points followed for a while and I was getting notifications for it on my phone. And this guy was always talking about the Giants were going to be this. They were going to be that. Daniel Jones was like a demigod. And that there was this, their offensive line was top of the division. Their defensive line was top of the division. Where is that guy? I want to find him. I'm so mad. He, I'm pretty sure he deleted his Twitter or changed his handle or something. I looked. I looked through our whole followers and who we follow and everything. I could not find him. Uh, but yet I still see some weird Giants things. Now they think they're getting Caleb Williams. They think they're going to uh, trade for T Higgins or draft or pay T Higgins in the off season. The, the Giants fans fandom is wild to me. Like the blind faith in this organization. I guess they did win two Super Bowls. I guess there was probably some people who really think that that's real. So, and their so. Super Bowls kind of came with blind faith too because there was no way that they were the favorites to win either year. No. So. Nope, sure weren't. Um, I still talk shit on them. Bills are going to win the game, obviously, yes. I think. I Let's am see. interested in Tyron Taylor though. He's better than Daniel Jones at this point and I think he might be able to move the the ball around if he can potentially add one of these receivers just in case he's uh, Daniel Jones out for multiple weeks might not be a bad idea. Um, and these receivers could be good with a decent quarterback. Slayton had a really nice, like 20 yard grab um, in the fourth quarter when it was Tyra Taylor in. So I don't know. We'll, we'll They're see, also all relatively healthy too, aren't they? Like yeah. the seven of them that they have. They're finally will have some DK lineups. Band. Slayton in it. They're like a they're like a K-pop group, that wide receiver Dude, group. They are one hundred percent a K-pop group. <laughs> All right, on to the Monday night football game. Oh wait, sorry. Ruru says uh, Jalen Carter or George Karloftis. Probably going Carter this week, honestly. I gotta go Carter against uh, Zach Wilson, but uh, I will say Karloftis is worth a start in some leagues as well. Yeah, he's been playing yeah. really well, and he could break at any given moment. He's literally right there every time. Joe. If if Zach Wilson has more than one point three seconds to throw the ball this game, I will be shocked. So start Jalen Carter. Yeah, Jalen Carter's gonna, gonna be great. Gonna be a rough one. All right, on to Monday Night Football, the Cowboys versus the Chargers. I'm actually kind of excited for this game. I think we're gonna get Cowboys on a bounce back. Chargers coming off of a bye, so I think we're I think we're in for a special one on Monday night. Uh, Prescott's a start. Uh, Ferguson is a start at tight end for the Cowboys, and then I Justin Herbert's obviously a start. I don't love Gerald Everett, but I understand too with injuries and everything that you might have to go with him, but I wouldn't love it, especially with that being your Monday night miracle potential. I don't like, don't love it. Obviously. That's what kills me for it is if it wasn't Monday night. Sure. But you're waiting on a Monday night. It's just tough. Waiting um, all day. Waiting all day waiting for, all day for a Monday night. Sunday. But anyway, <laughs> um, I do sing that to Kristen because uh, her dad loves uh, Carrie Underwood and I love singing it to her just loudly as much as possible. Um, she hates her. 
Uh, anyway, um, Austin Eckler on track to return in week six, question mark, a day ago on Sleeper. We don't know. We have no idea. You're starting him if he plays. You already know that. And you sit either backup. Uh, I don't still don't understand why Spiller hasn't had a chance, uh, but Kelly's not it. Uh, Dallas's run defense can be good when they decide to play football. Um, and it's easy for Pollard. You already know this is an easy final game for me all around. So po- Pollard Neckler. All fucking day, you know, they're the best running backs in the leagues when they're healthy and playing. Uh, but yeah, so, so. nice. Sorry, <clears throat> we're not going to talk about the Kellen Moore revenge game here. The Dallas yeah. defense is pretty good, it. but if anyone knows how to beat the Dallas defense, it would be Kellen Moore. So, I know there's a lot of trepidation, use that word twice today, of uh, starting people against Dallas, but you're starting Keenan Allen, start Joshua Palmer. Um, no issues there. They should both have monster games on this one. Uh, and then, you know, on the Cowboys side, I like Brandon Cooks. I think he could have a big game here. Not CD Lamb, man. He's driving me absolutely insane. You're starting him. Don't get me wrong. But if you could move him for any kind of like wide receiver or two, high end wide receiver or two at this point, I would absolutely do it. Hmm. Yeah, I traded Puka for him, so I'm really hoping that this works out for me. Um, but yeah, no, it's really frustrating, and you got to assume that it's coming. Like the game's got to be coming, right? Like I, I don't know. I, I actually called this last week. I said that Dak was going to struggle. He, like he actually had a, a a good opponent to play against. I mean, I think this defense, on the other hand, I mean, sure, uh, obviously the Chargers have some good secondary, but I, I personally think that CD Lamb. They got to feature him. They got to get him involved. Maybe he needs to throw a fit on the sideline and then he'll get AJ Brown numbers. I don't know. Why he isn't treated like Devontae Adams or whatever, getting like 10 to 11 targets a game, I'll never understand. Never uh, be- understand. Because the Cowboys have the problem is, is this is what happened with the Eagles in certain games last year. And I'm not trying to circle back to my team by any means, but like, is when you get in those wins of where you just dominate right away. You don't feel you don't get in that routine. You don't get in that throwing of Adam throwing 15 targets to the CD Lamb. I'm not throwing to fucking CD Lamb. We're up 20, 30 points. He's not even playing in the game. There's no consistency of this team. They're losing big, they're winning big, they're losing big, they're winning big. They are the classic example of the Dallas Cowboys. They haven't gotten in a rhythm yet. And I, as much as I love to see it, it's sad for CD Lamb, you know? Because he, needs, he Dak, needs to get out of there. I know they're gonna Dak. pay him in the end, but I think he needs to get out of there. Yeah, if you look at Dak Prescott's numbers, they look really bad. Like he is quarterback 21 on the season. Um, and even in the big games, there's no high. I mean, high yardage was 255, 260, one, one, two touchdowns in three games. Like Dak's not playing bad. He's just not playing good. They haven't it's needed great. him in a couple games. It's he gross. would be a good, like if you're in a super flex league, he would be a great candidate to get on your team right now i think this might be the end of dak prescott he this was this had to be a good year for him i'm talking about on the cowboys takes that was the opposite takes joe's like yeah you should try to buy low on right now josh like it's the over it's over it's It's dead nail in the coffin no i'm just saying like he had to have a good year he needed to win a super bowl or at least get to a super bowl to keep this starting job like this was this was the end right here there's no way jerry jones is going to pay up for a guy to keep losing the first round of the playoffs and barely get to the playoffs i'm not saying they're barely going to get to playoffs. They'll, they'll be fine. Well, you know, they probably should have hired a new coach like three years ago. And not it's not even the coach. It's Jerry Jones, man. Like, no, it's, dude, Mike. It the is Packers the should have had Mike seven McCarthy. fucking Super Bowls in a row, yes. but Mike McCarthy tanked them. 
He's a and they should have beaten the 49ers at least two of the three years. Like it's just it is a bad it is a bad coach, but it's also Jerry Jones having too much involvement in this team. You're fucking 90 years old. Go sit back and let the real people do the job. Damn. Damn. Drop the mic. River says, Did you guys hear the Jerry Jones interview? I did not did not, but I assume it was just him saying everything's fine, we're gonna be fine. We're still one of the best teams in the NFC. I'm rich. Is that your Jerry Jones voice? I haven't heard that one before. I don't know. It's, it's got to be more crotchety and old. I'm, it's late, man. I'm just trying, I'm trying my best here. Uh, I'm going to listen to the Jerry Jones interview now, Rue. For sure. All right. That's all we have for week six. Good luck out there. I hope everybody comes back next week with a W. We will see you next Wednesday around the 7.15 Central time. Um, hoping for the best. We try our best to be on time, but, you know, sometimes – Things happen. So without that, without, you know, without it being said, Joe, get us out of here while I stumble out of here. Um, Cowboys win. Good night. No. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.